God said, I need somebody willing to get up before dawn, milk cows, work all day in the fields, milk cows again, eat supper, then go to town and stay past midnight at a meeting of the school board. So God made a farmer. My administration will be focused on three very important words. Jobs, jobs, jobs. This man must be a minister, a social worker, a diplomat, a tough guy, and a gentleman. And of course, he'll have to be a genius because he'll have to feed a family on a policeman's salary. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. America first. We, the citizens of America, are now joined in a great national effort to rebuild our country and restore its promise for all of our people. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another, or from one party to another. But we are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. Hold on to your seats. Buckle up for safety. You are now entering another dimension with The Scott Adams Show. That's right. My name is Scott Adams. You're listening to The Scott Adams Show. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. And today we have, uh, we're going to be talking about the debate that's going to go on tomorrow. And also we're going to talk about these fires that are going on all over the world. Almost like in synchronicity or in concert with each other. You know, you have these smart cities that that basically, uh, you know, are being burned to the ground so they can be built back up, like Cloward and Pivens, you know, Saul Alinsky. This is a radical policy, a radical policy to burn, burn something up or tear something down just because you want to build it up in the way that you think it should be. Build back better. That's the left slogan. It's not just Biden's slogan. It's it's Boris Johnson's slogan. It's it's every globalist in the world's slogan. You know, and so we're going to be talking a little bit about globalism and the deep state as well. We do every day. But what we're seeing, you know, obviously we're at war with globalism, tyranny, radical uh, leadership in these high-ranking corporations, you know, BlackRock, Vanguard, State Street, control the corporations that pay the politicians and the media to carry a narrative. And install puppets into governments like Macron, Trudeau, Biden, Boris Johnson or Rishi Sunak, um, all of these people, uh, Rita from the Netherlands, Jacinda Dern from New Zealand, you can go on and on. So many leaders, I, I can't, I don't even know the name, their names, but I know this. I know that they represent NATO, they represent 
or they endorse NATO. They endorse the UN. They endorse the WHO. These are all organizations that have no business meddling in our government policy. They have not been elected by anybody. They're the most corrupt people on the planet. And they're getting rich off of the middle class taxpayers while pushing their agenda, whether it's food rationing or whether it's uh, fossil fuel, the attack on fossil fuels and our energy, petroleum, which makes our clothes, pushing their energy, which is this renewable energy that doesn't, that's not effective, doesn't work, and would, and most importantly, would fail if having to compete on an even playing field with fossil fuels. They could never break into the market with the product that they're offering. I hear story after story. Uh, there was this guy that was on a journey with his Ford F-150, took it about 1,000 miles, like a, over, a little over 1,000-mile drive. And he filled it up once. It cost him, you know, 60 bucks. And then... He was trying to get a fill-up again. Couldn't find a pumping station or electric station. And ended up having to rent a gas car and get his car towed the rest of the way home. You hear stories about windmills burning up or being started by diesel engines or being put out, the fires put out by gasoline-generated things. You know, cobalt miners, the people mining for the cobalt, are using gas-generated, diesel-generated vehicles, mining equipment. And it just goes on and on. The carbon emissions associated with the pre-production or the manufacturing of these so-called green cars are blowing up more smoke than you could ever imagine it would take to build a combustible engine. And so we are in a war, and this debate is not going to mention anything about globalism, BlackRock, World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, Paris Agreement. They're not going to mention anything. TPP, which Vivek Ramaswamy supports TPP. That's a red flag for me. I like about everything else. I like just about everything else that Vivek stands for. But, you know, you take a look at uh, Ron DeSantis and who's backing him? Chip Roy? You know, he was basically back when McCarthy was getting nominated. He said, what you have is my word and my word is stronger than Oak, like in Jerry Maguire. And then flipped on him. And he backed out. He's spineless. He just... Words. He's a word salad. I like Chip Roy. But I I don't think he has the spine of a Trump supporter. And the thing is, is that Paul Ryan's going to be in attendance. Of course, Paul Ryan sits on the board of Fox News with Karl Rove. 
and they're you know Bushians and they are rhino Republicans, but they're the biggest globalists. They're bigger globalists than the left, practically. See, the Bushes and the Cheneys were more and and Lindsey Graham and John McCain. They were more about globalism and the palm greasing and profiteering that you can get from globalism. Whether it's the black markets where the four currencies are human trafficking, drug trafficking, weapons trafficking, and military equipment, and then, of course, oil distribution. You know, oil, drugs, humans, and and arms. Those are the four main currencies traded on the black market. And the globalists and the oligarchs do a lot of this business because a lot of times governments are too cowardly to stand for their actions or to endorse their actions that they know are bad. That's what the left does all the time. They give you the brochure which says one thing and you turn it around and you end up getting something completely different. How many times has Biden lied to America? No, we're not going to touch fossil fuels. Well, he did. But, you know, everybody knew he was a liar. He didn't win. He cheated. And that's that's how he got elected. And the globalists and the corporate money, that same corporate money that's going into DeSantis's pocket right now, went into Joe Biden's pocket. And I would not be surprised that this whole COVID pandemic thing that's starting to rise its ugly head again isn't part of a conspiracy to somehow rig the Republican primaries. They already mastered rigging the general election. Let's see if they could rig the Republican primaries. Because they don't want Trump to be the nominee. No one does, except for, you know, taxpaying American citizens that think for themselves and aren't sheep. The thing is, is that that argument that says Trump is just too volatile. Trump just, he stimulates the Democrat turnout too much that it's harmful for the Republicans' chances to win. Yes, I am aware of that argument. And it's a valid argument. But I'll be doggone if someone's going to tell me who my nominee is going to be. Why don't we take all the games out of the play and we got to get we got to get control of the corporate finance reforms, corporate donations. Big big donations, big donors. I think what we need to do is have a election slush fund that's brought up bipartisan with all tax dollars and each candidate gets a certain amount of money and there could be but so many candidates so that it's always a set amount of money. Otherwise, you'd have 35 candidates getting money, right? You wouldn't want that either. But there's a way to do this where you could... You could you could make the uh, media companies custodians of the election utility where they give everybody blocks of time 
for free or for a nominal fee. And everybody gets pays the same. And uh, uh, anonymous donations and, and corporate sponsors, those all need to go to the wayside. Well, Biden finally went out to Hawaii, as we know, and he uh, compared his, you know, f- kitchen fire. We talked about this yesterday. You know, 20 minute kitchen fire to Maui, right? Where we got thousands of people burnt to crisp. And we know these fires are being set on purpose. And we know that, for example, Kelowna, Kelowna, uh, British Columbia. And we know that uh, Maui and La Jolla, Lahaina, um, we know that these cities were destined to be smart cities. And we know that they were using Microsoft AI to be the smart city that they dreamed to be. And the only thing standing in the way was the citizens that don't want that kind of change, that believes that their ground is sacred. And there are people that have been living there their whole lives that have a vested interest in this. We have a emotional audio that we're going to share with you in just a second. But the latest news was that uh, Joe Biden fell asleep during a uh, a memorial for the lost. He fell asleep, literally dozed off. I mean, this guy does not care about you. He doesn't care about the people he's supposed to serve. You got this one. You got prolific offender admits to causing massive encampment fire in Seattle, released with no charges filed. You know, Sam Bankman-Fried's probably going to get off on his crimes. They're going to set him free. He donated how many millions, like billions, I think, to the Democrat Party. And you know how that was done, right, with FTX. That every world leader that was a globalist was saying, support Ukraine. Some money would go to Ukraine. And a lot of times people donate money in crypto. So the Ukrainian National Bank set up a crypto partner, and it was FTX, to manage all of those donations from around the world. And they took that money and cashed in and donated it to the Democrat politicians. The Basically, the World Economic Forum, young leaders, you know, the Justin Trudeau's and the Rishi Sunak's and the Joe Biden's of the world. Of course, he's old as dirt, but uh, you get my point. All Democrats. So this prolific offender admits to causing massive encampment fire in Seattle. Wow. Okay, so that's Seattle. I just got a message Today, from George from Chicago, it says basically that arson has started the uh, fires in Greece. We're pretty sure that Kelowna was started with our arson. And it's obvious that there was foul play involved in Hawaii. But you have fires in France that were started by arson. And again, they're trying to burn up this ground and 
force you into these smart cities where you're going to be living in a high rise. You're, you're, they're going to make parking almost obsolete so that you can't have a car. And you're going to be relegated to your building or your building and the surrounding buildings where everything's going to be self-contained. It's crazy when you think about it. So I have this clip uh, of this Hawaiian that I want to... Um, this gets to the heart, really, the heart of... Uh, this gets to the heart of the Hawaiian story, really. This lady has, is, you know, like a civic leader, has been living in Hawaii like her entire life. And she's almost like indigenous. And she sees the Hawaiian grounds that are being destroyed as sacred. And they've been battling with the group that's going to benefit from these fires in a, in a, in a great way. Um, so I'm going to pull up that clip here in just a second. But yeah, it's, it's, it's absolutely stunning. And here she is. Let's take a listen. You do not have the time. And you are here to spin this my office will not allow it. I have, I have brought to the board the request that we return to the federal court, which is where we were 21 years ago, 22 years, and no corrective measures taken. You can do whatever you want, bring all your palapala. You will not build on Mauna Kea. The die was cast. More than two years ago, one call, 36 came to be arrested just of the elders, and 10,000? You think we will continue to allow this? We worship there. The Evis of our kupuna are buried there. We have tolerated commercial science to the point that they continue the desecration did you know that we are the ones organizing with Sierra Club to remove 13 tons of trash? Because for years, for the first 20 years of Mauna Kea, the telescope operators wouldn't pay for trash removal and the county wouldn't go to Mauna Kea. So they left all their trash out for the winds to blow down the Mauna we cleaned it up with Sierra Club, not commercial science. Mark my words, you will not build on Mama Kea. We have said it for 50 years. And these people are being run over by the federal government. It's absolutely stunning. So... We got fires in Kelowna, fires in Greece, fires in uh, Seattle, fires in France, fires in Hawaii, fires everywhere. What's going on? You know this is not climate. In fact, I have to say this summer has been probably the coolest summer I have, ex I, I have experienced on record. I mean, for quite a long time. And trends are indicating 
you know, that there is no global warming. And, you know, the science is just so clear about CO2 and temperature and cycles. It just, they don't have a winning argument. But yet, despite the fact that they don't have the argument, they're just going along with policy as if they already won that argument. They're just sort of like making the assumption that they won the argument. Like 51 CIA officers said that Trump is bad or Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian propaganda. No, false. Although those people should be um, should be uh, sued for election interference or at least, uh, you know, arrested or charged with some sort of a election interference because they lied. They were liars. 17 intelligence officials, uh, agencies, said that the Russian hoax was for real and the crossfire hurricane made sense. Yet Bob Mueller didn't even know who Fusion GPS or Glenn Simpson was. <laughs> you know, you can't make this stuff up. It's absolutely crazy. So Trump just posted this uh, video on Truth Social because there's going to be the debate. Uh, I guess it's uh, tonight. Yeah. Um, so the uh, I'm not. I don't want to watch it. I'm curious to see a little bit of it, but I don't want to give Fox News the rating. I don't want to give them my viewership. So it's going to be a little difficult. To see what I do, I don't know what I'm going to do. Because I know I'll see clips that I need to see afterward. But once you've had the best, why even bother with the rest? Right? I mean, the best is already, we already know who the nominee is. I really, truly believe that Ron DeSantis made the biggest mistake of his life by believing in and or, and or selling out to the monies involved with Paul Ryan. He, if he ever wanted to be president, this was not the way to go about doing it. I think he hurt his career. And he's exposed himself for the, you know, but so many did. You know, we used to think that George Bush was something. We used to think that, I, I never really loved George Bush, but we used to think that Mitt Romney was great. We used to think that, uh, you know, that the RNC had our back. You know, so many disappointments. And uh, what we've learned is that there's a uniparty and that Trump stands alone and that Trump is the only catalyst to be able to make bring change, real change, not the change that Obama said he was going to bring. That was just absolute sheer destruction. Everything bad that's been happening in our country today started with the Obama regime because he hated America so much. It was Michelle Obama that said, for the first time in my life, now that we're going to make millions off of America, I'm proud of my country. All right, so let's take a listen to this. Uh, Trump just posted this video. President Trump has stood with our communities in South Florida, Cuban Americans, Venezuelan Americans. 
to stand for freedom in this hemisphere and stand against the dictatorship in places like Caracas and Havana. Oh my God, I will vote. I will vote for Donald Trump. I will vote for Donald Trump. I love my freedom. I will vote for Donald Trump. Well, let me tell you about the president. When we had a hurricane hit northwest Florida, a lot of people had forgotten about that. Uh, those folks were really, really in dire straits. I went up to the Oval Office, and even though a lot of people told them, don't do anything, just let it go, he was right there standing behind the people of northwest Florida. He has helped rejuvenate that area. Is southwest Florida Trump country or what? Then Mr. Trump said, you're fired. I love that part. And the president has stood. We're one of the most military and veteran-friendly states in the country. He has stood by our veterans, and he has stood by our military. And so our success in Florida, obviously we've got a lot of great people in this state, but we have a president who not only understands Florida, he supports what we're doing here. Is Southwest Florida Trump country or what? Is Southwest Florida Trump country <laughs> or what? When we were trying to get Floridians access to cheaper prescription drugs, we had an avenue to let people buy them in Canada because it's about a third of the price a lot of times. And everyone said, no, you can't do it, you can't do it. I went up, met with the president, he said, no, 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 we're doing it. And so they're in the process of putting that through right now. Make America great again. People say Ron's all Trump, but he is so much more. Big league, so good. I just thought you should know. So thank you, Mr. President, for being a good friend of Florida. Everybody's welcome on the Trump train, Trump train. <laughs> All right, so there it is. Listen to that and then listen to what happens tonight. All right, this is something that Steve Bannon put out and want to hear it. The Keebler Elves are going to be on TV Wednesday night. Oh, yeah, it's Wednesday night. For some reason, I thought that the debates were always Tuesdays, but okay. Anyway, it is Wednesday, and uh, all right, let's take a look. In Milwaukee, President Trump has said, hey, I'm not going to get on the stage with the Keebler Elves. And guess what? I'm never going to get on the stage with the Keebler Elves because the polling's out. We're going to have Richard Barris later. The polling out is out. I want to say one thing before we listen to this clip. You know, Biden's not giving any debates. And so one way to look as presidential as Biden, which he doesn't, he's not, doesn't look like a president, but... He's behaving like one when it comes to no debates. He thinks he's a power guy. He should be debating with at least RFK and whoever else. He would lose to RFK, actually. Um, but he'll never, you know, I think it's a shame that we're living in a country where we have these leaders, where it's okay to not. But we know Trump and we know the slings and arrows he's taken. So not only does Trump deserve the rubber stamp because he's proven it, but he's also out campaigning. And to put him on stage with these lesser thens would be to, it would devalue, it would basically bring Trump down to their level and show Trump is more like, you know, not bigger than life like he 
appears to be. So I think it's a good move that he's not debating. Whether he shows up at the event or not uh, will remain to be seen. But I think that um, I think that it's a good move for him because not only I think he would be helping Fox News out, which doesn't have love for him. They they are endorsing DeSantis. So why help Fox News? Number one, number two, um, why elevate the rest of the group and create some sort of parody there when there isn't any? So I think those two reasons are the reasons why he's not doing it. But then there, there there's actually more reasons, um, and that is that. If Biden's not doing it, then Trump shouldn't do it. Because why should Trump have to sweat and prepare and whatever when Biden doesn't have to? Biden's on vacation again. So for a lot of reasons, I think for optics, for strategy, uh, I think it's just a good call on the Trump camp's part. I know a lot of people are debating that issue, whether Trump should or shouldn't, and they're going to trash Trump for not showing up. But, you know, Chris Christie's such a freak, such a loser, right? I mean, you know, he's the worst. All right, well, let's listen to uh, Steve Bannon again. In Milwaukee, President Trump has said, hey, I'm not going to get on the stage with the Keebler elves. And guess what? I'm never going to get on the stage with the Keebler elves because the polling's out. We're going to have Richard Barris later. The polling out is absolutely blowout polling numbers. So why should you give the Keebler elves a platform to, you know, be Keebler elves? Just go about, you know, talk amongst yourself. We're calling for it. No, we, it, it, all War Room Posse members, become a force multiplier. Friends don't let friends watch TV for stupid people this Wednesday. Make sure they do not watch the debate. There's nothing to listen to there. It's just a bunch of uh, uh, empty rhetoric, just word salads. In Milwaukee, so you know that's the thing. I just don't want to give Fox News. I want I want the ratings to come out for Fox News, and I want them to be like trashed, like no one cares. Because, and, and someone asked me, I was at the gym this morning, and someone asked me, "Are you going to watch the debates?" And I said, "I don't know. I don't I don't want to because I don't want to give Fox News the ratings. I, I hope curiosity doesn't get the best of me." But, uh, yeah, I just don't want to give them the ratings. And and my I said, my mind's already made up. It's Trump. <laughs> you know, it's not, not even close. So, you know, wh- what else? Spanish authorities confirm that there are fires in Tenerife. Wow. Okay. Kelowna, Greece, Hawaii, Seattle, France. Tenerife? Wow. The climate cult needs to stop pushing their state-sponsored quasi-religious end-of-times narrative on the rest of us, please. They're just setting these people... It's unbelievable the amount of fires that are starting. That's Tenerife in Spain. So John Eastman is one of the attorneys. He turned himself in, I think, yesterday and got arrested or whatever he did. And, you know, to Fulton County, Georgia. And uh, got himself booked or whatever they're doing there. 
John Eastman still believes the 2020 election was stolen. I can hardly wait for discovery. Danny Willis is the criminal in the Fulton County, Georgia case. Yeah, you better believe discovery is going to blow their minds. I asked him about the 2020 election. Watch some of our exchange. Do you still think the election was stolen? Absolutely. 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 Still. No question. No question in my mind. And you won't answer on immunity from prosecution. You won't answer that. Do you think that the others in this case have a standing on that? People like Meadows? Uh, no comment. Did they do a mugshot and everything inside? No comment. Yeah. So that was John Eastman. All right. So Bartiromo uh, says this. Biden regime sold $300 million worth of border wall parts for $2 million. It's hard to believe that this happened. But you should know. Reportedly, selling off parts of Trump's unfinished border wall for approximately $2 million, all in a plan to block the GOP's plan to try to use it. Yeah, the move leaving lawmakers sounding off. Arkansas Senator Tom Cotton telling the New York Post, leaving the border open to terrorists while selling border security materials at a loss is Bidenomics in a nutshell. Here with reaction is Sunday Morning Futures anchor Maria Bartiromo. Maria, good morning. This story made me want to, like, you know, explode. <laughs> it's just crazy. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, good morning, Rach. It's absolutely true. And the real uh, comparison to look at is the fact that you're talking about $2 million uh, of revenue from this. And in fact, this is $300 million in value. Wow. This is taxpayer money. I mean, the problem here is that it once again underlines the fact that this administration does not care about taxpayer mo- taxpayers' dollars. They'll spend whatever they want and they will leave equipment on the ground and let go to waste. This is $300 million of components to build the wall that have been left to rust and rot. Just the way all those hundreds of billions of dollars in equipment in Afghanistan was left to Mm -hmm. rot when we saw the botched withdrawal from Afghanistan. So there's absolutely no care whatsoever in terms of taxpayer money and what this administration wants to spend people's money on or not spend it. Leave it to rot. We all know the, the, the facts of the border. You're talking about 7,000 people breaching our border every single day, 200,000 every single month. Uh, Many of those people, we have no idea where they're going. There are gotaways that get away. We know they got away uh, from surveillance video. Uh, And some others of those people being apprehended are actual criminals, uh, sex offenders. They're on the terrorist watch list. And then, of course, there's uh, an increase of 1,300 percent for Chinese nationals that are coming into the country. Why is the Chinese government sending military aid men into America to breach into uh, Texas and set up shop. We don't know what those intentions are either. And yet it's uh, just keep doing business as usual for this administration. It's absolutely eye popping. And we're going to talk about it this morning when I speak with the chairman of the House Oversight Committee, and that is James Comer. We're going to talk about policy as well as all of us to talk about the two systems of justice. So she's just going to go on with that part. But but yeah, you get the idea that he did the same thing with strategic oil reserves. He he uh, depleted and sold to China that oil. And Trump had bought that oil and filled it up, the strategic oil reserves, at like $30 a gallon or something. Or $30 a barrel. I meant a barrel. And uh, when Biden depleted it, and had to refill it at some point, it was 80 to to $100 a barrel. 
Once again, $300 million worth of fence he's selling off for $2 million. The FEMA officials out in Hawaii are staying at four- and five-star hotels that are costing like $1,000 a night. These are $1,000 a night hotels. These are expensive hotels. They're staying. They're partying. Unbelievable resorts is where they're staying and accomplishing nothing. It's absolutely stunning. So you take this. Biden lies, but the numbers don't. Trump, 4.9 million jobs. Biden, 2.1 million. Uh, 454 manufacturing jobs for Trump. Only 204, less than half for Biden. 7.51% mortgage rate for Biden. 2.65 mortgage rate for rate uh, for Trump. 6% CPI first 30 months. 1.9 CP, CPI growth. That's inflation. Consumer price index. Well, Biden was 17% CPI first 30 months and 7.4% CPI growth. All right. So lower is better there. And 6 and 1.9 versus 17 and 7.4. And when you take a look at the spending, the spending that Biden has spent has devalued the dollar, but it also should have contributed to a to to it it should have hid these numbers because it's akin to kicking the can down the road, and it didn't. Price of gas for Trump was two point three nine. Price of a gas average for Biden, I guess, was three point eight seven. I know it's higher than that. Twenty percent increase in food prices under Trump it was two percent increase in food prices. Let's take a listen. Look, Joe Biden lies. This is what he does. Uh, first and foremost, Larry, you go back to those charts. The thing that's most devastating, the mortgage rate, obviously, seven and a half, conversely, to 2.6, 2.7 under Donald Trump. But the 20% increase in groceries, who's paying that? Poor people pay it. Working families pay it. Blue-collar workers pay it. Suburban moms pay it. They're the ones that are struggling under Joe Biden's economy. That's why it's been a disaster. And he runs around talking about all the jobs he created this is the same president who tried to get people fired if they didn't take the COVID vaccine shot. Mm. This is the same party that kept our economy closed far longer than it should have been. Joe Biden, when he came in the office, the only thing he needed to do was just go to vacation and do nothing because the building blocks that were set in place by President Trump were going to bring America back. And he has destroyed our American economy. He's been a disaster when it comes to economic leadership. Absolutely. And uh, now we have this energy expert, Alex Epstein, on the genocidal consequences of net zero. The goal of this movement is really eliminating our CO2 emissions at all costs. If that's your goal, then you can't have human beings. It's not compatible with human flourishing or even human life. Let's take a listen. The science reporter for the Times had a piece that has caused quite a stir, and rightly so. Let's have a look. It begins with this. Second World War 
style rationing of petrol, household energy and meat could help to fight climate change, British scientists have recommended. Researchers from Leeds said the rationing would help countries to cut their carbon emissions rapidly and fairly, even though it was often seen as an unpalatable option. I wonder why. Well, if you want to eat steak, go to China. (laughs) And There was also this. It doesn't stop there. The researchers said rationing is often seen as unattractive and therefore not a viable option for policymakers. It is important to highlight the fact that this was not the case for many of those who had experienced rationing. It is important to emphasise the difference between rationing itself and the scarcity that rationing was a response to. I mean, this is just incredible. They're, they're not only advocating for rationing, but they're saying that people will like it, people will accept it. It's it's wrong to presume that people are going to be offended by You know why people are liking it and will accept it? Because they've already conditioned people to act like sheep. They've already tested you with a mask and a vaccine vaccine mandate. They've already conditioned you. They've already uh, taken away everything from you, your speech. They censored you. They, they uh, threw you in jail if you disagreed about the election. And they're basically showing you that they can get away with anything because they're in power and they're in charge, even though they're paid by your dollar that you work for. And... Now they're taking it to the next level and they're basically saying, you're going to like it. That's part of the PSYOP, telling you you're going to like it. This is good for you. And people are like, oh, okay, all right, if you say so. And they're just acting like sheep. People are already conditioned, almost like a uh, feral cat or a wild dog uh, has a trainer and gets them to perform in the way that they're supposed to, whatever that means. But don't comply. Do do not comply with this government. This government is not your friend. By rationing, what do you make of this? You know, there's those really good memes on Twitter that go how it started, how it's going. And, you know, how it started was, hey, (laughs) fighting climate change with green energy, we're all going to get richer. And then it's, no, we'll have to take a hit. And now it's, no, 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 you're going to have rationing. It's going to remind you of the Soviet Union. And then next it's going to be, you're just going to have to die, right? Which is the obvious end road of it. Because the whole, the whole problem, as I talk about in my book, Fossil Future, is the goal of this movement is really eliminating our CO2 emissions at all costs and ultimately eliminating our impact on Earth. If that's your goal, that's what you're focused on, then you are you can't have human beings. It's not compatible with human flourishing or even human life. And so what you're seeing is the logical end road of pursuing eliminating our impact and our emissions at all costs. They're saying, oh, of course, rationing is a good thing. Whereas if you care about human life, rationing is a horrible thing and they're not going to convince anyone. Right. <laughs> and, you know, they're not your friend. The government that's pushing this is not your friend. Listen to Dana White from the UFC tell you this all you young people that are watching this right now you don't want anything from the government the only thing you want from the government is for them to stay out of your business that's it as less government as absolutely possible if you think the government is ever going to take care of you and make all your hopes and dreams come true you are out of your mind it's not how it works all you young absolutely i couldn't agree with that more Uh, which I guess makes me a libertarian. Um, 
Here, you cannot make this stuff up. The same police chief who was the inc- uh, the uh, incident commander for the Las Vegas shooting, who was just put on as police chief of Maui before the disaster, is also the coroner for the area. What? And they have no idea how many people and children are actually uh, missing or killed. Way too many coincidences in the Maui, Lahaina, Hawaii fires. So the same police chief who was the incident commander for the Las Vegas shooting, which we know there's more there than meets the eye, who was just put in, uh, put on as the police chief of Maui before the disaster, is also the coroner. Let's listen to him tell us that. I got to tell you, I met with them. I'm also the coroner, for those that don't know that. He's the coroner, too? There's a lot of coincidences happening. I got to tell you, I met with them. I'm also the coroner, for those that don't know that. Uh, he covers every every bit of it, right? He's covering all of it. <laughs> Unbelievable what they get away with. Now, you heard about the COVID coming back and the mask mandates are coming up and spring, springing up everywhere. Mask mandates are coming. I just don't want to comply to that. I don't know what's going to happen to me, but uh, I might get arrested. Who knows? Uh, I'm sick of this globalist bull crap honestly i i can't tell you i mean i have to behave on the radio but if i could curse right now i would right i mean if i could just go nuts if i could just you know obviously that achieves nothing right cursing banging your head against the wall none of that punching cinder blocks none of that works none of that is effective but i am totally outraged by everything here Totally. And uh, it says here, whistleblowers say we have a few weeks, but pand- but the plan a few weeks for the but before the pandemic, two is already underway. People are coming down with severe head colds. Airlines are pushing masks again, and targets are transforming their parking lots. Target is transforming their parking lots into picking pickup only drive throughs Stay strong, do not cave, and do not comply. So they must have gotten the word Target, which is a globalist-oriented company. We knew that from all the pride stuff that they put up on their displays. And even though they lost 27% in their uh, sales, they don't care because they're funded by BlackRock. But listen. Rollers, brand new construction. Okay, so there's steam rollers to roll out and in brand new construction for a town of 16,000 to put in like 26 uh, drive throughs. I forget the number, but he's going to tell you. Rollers, brand new construction at Target. What is it for? Not one, not three. Not five, not even seven, but two dozen, 24 
brand new drive up terminals in a town of 16,000 people. What would be the need for that? I'll tell you the need for that because they're bringing it back. They're going to bring back draconian lockdowns. They're going to bring back the torturous mask mandates in school, strapping your kids up with a medical device and oxygen inhibiting bacteria ridden Sharia face muzzle. They're going to bring back the injection mandates. They're going to close down churches. They're going to close down small businesses while these people stay open and the pharmacies expanded too. Why do you think that is? Huh? Why do you think that is folks? All right, let's listen to this true Manchurian candidate, uh, Hussein Obama. You just have to flood a country's public square with enough raw sewage. You just have- okay, to be correct there, he, again, like with the wrap-up smear or with, um, you know, all these things that they say, they say and blame the other guy, like Russian collusion, Trump did it. No, they did it. Uh, the wrap-up smear that Nancy Pelosi talks about, they did it. They're the only ones that can do it because they have control of the media. So, again, we don't. the conservatives don't have any control over the media. The media attacks conservatism, right? Media is the enemy of conservatism. So, when Hussein, the terrorist, Barack Obama talks about this he's talking about it as if he's trying to suggest that it's a republican thing he's tr- trump trump just lies all the time trump's the truth teller it's it's obama that's the liar you just have to flood a country's public square with enough raw sewage you just have to raise enough questions spread enough dirt plant enough conspiracy theorizing that citizens no longer know what to believe. Once they lose trust in their leaders, in mainstream media, in political institutions, in each other, in the possibility of truth, the game's won. (laughs) That's it. I I think we have, though. I think that the CNN and MSNBC and even Fox News have lost so much power. And uh, we have independent thinkers now. Let's take a listen to uh, Christine Anderson talking about in the entire history of mankind, there has never been a political elite sincerely concerned about your well-being. All right. This is exactly what Dana White was saying. But it is not the goal that renders a system oppressive. It is always the methods by which the goal is pursued. Whenever a government claims to have the people's interest at heart, you need to think again. In the entire history of mankind, there has never been a political elite sincerely concerned about the well-being of regular people. What makes any of us think that it is different now. If the age of enlightenment has brought forth anything, then certainly this. Never take anything any government tells you at face value. Always question everything any government does or does not do. Always look for ulterior motives and always ask, cui bono, who benefits? 
Whenever a political elite pushes an agenda this hard and resorts to extortion and manipulation to get their way, you can almost always be sure your benefit is definitely not what they had at heart. As far as I'm concerned, I will not be vaccinated with anything that has not been properly vetted and tested and has shown no sound scientific evidence that the benefits outweigh the disease itself and possible long-term side effects, which to this day we don't know anything about. I will not be reduced to a mere guinea pig by getting vaccinated with an experimental drug. And I will most assuredly not get vaccinated because my government tells me to and promises in return I will be granted freedom. Let's be clear about one thing. No one grants me freedom, for I am a free person. So I dare the European Commission and the German government Throw me in jail, lock me up and throw away the key for all I care. But you will never be able to coerce me into being vaccinated if I, the free citizen that I am, choose not to be vaccinated. Wow. Okay. Well, that's great. I love that. Um, I want to thank everybody for uh, their donations recently. We just got one in uh, by... uh, uh, Daniel Wolf from Freehold, New Jersey, and he donated $100 uh, overnight. And uh, thank you for that donation. I really appreciate it. If you want to make a difference and keep this show, the Scott Adams Show, um, uh, commercial-free. Um, basically, we don't run any commercials. We go pillar to post with great research and news. news where we try to always be right about what we're doing. Um, you go over to buglecall.org or magapac.org. Magapac.org org is our grassroots um, nonprofit. And make a donation. It helps us pay the bills and helps keep this, um, this uh, show commercial-free. And, you know, it also supports the expenses that we incur with the Red State Talk Radio platform in general. So, you know, because we're the owners of Red State and we... Uh, have this flagship show, Scott Adams Show, and we really appreciate any help and support that we can get. So when you make uh, a donation over at magapack.org, it makes a big difference. Well, the uh, the uh, uh, debate is tonight, and uh, we'll see what happens. But my main my mind is already made up. You know, I don't know what why these candidates won't uh, just get behind. Obviously, what is obviously a once in a generation candidate, which is Donald Trump. I mean, these types of people do not walk the earth and walk among us uh, that often. Donald Trump is different. He's special. And he has taken a lot more abuse than I've ever seen. He's basically disrupted the apple card in a, in a sense. And with that, we'll see you uh, next time on the radio. Bye-bye, everybody.